Hi guys, it's Rachel, and this is a quick word on the fear of success. Last week on a quick word, I talked about fear of failure, something we've heard about a ton. It's a question I get asked about all the time. And if I'm going to touch on the fear of failure, I've got to touch on her sister, the fear of success. Fear of failure keeps us stuck. Fear of failure keeps us where we are. Fear of success is way more insidious because it doesn't keep us stuck. It makes us self-sabotage. Fear of success is something that many, many, many people have, but it exists subconsciously. They don't realize it's there. It's sort of bubbling below the surface and mixing with the voice in the back of our head that tells us all of the things that might happen if we push ourselves outside of our comfort zone. Fear of success looks like you worrying what's going to happen to your relationship if you keep growing and he stays where he is. Fear of success looks like you buying into the mythology that your kids are going to experience a worse life if their mom is working or if their mom is happy or if their father is fulfilled. It's you not being sure that you can handle it if life looks different than it does today. Fear of success looks like you worrying that if you make it big, you're going to have to leave your friends from high school behind. It looks like you worrying, what's going to happen to my relationship with my parents if I decide to pursue this job in Europe and I don't get to see them as much? Fear of success basically is you not being sure that you can handle a life that's bigger than the one you're living today. And that's in any category. That can be in your relationships, in your faith, in your health, in your finances, in your career. It doesn't matter which category you're pursuing. But the fear of what will happen when you become the person that your heart keeps whispering you have the ability to be, that's what makes you sabotage at the last minute. One of the ways that you can tell if you have a fear of success is that you keep getting just to the edge, just to the edge, just to the edge of what you think success is going to be. Man, if I could just do this thing, if I could just earn this amount of money, if I could just pay off this debt, and no matter what you do and no matter how close you get, at the last minute, it doesn't work out. At the last minute, something comes up, you spend the money on something else. At the last minute, you decide you're not going to keep with the dedication that you've had to this project, you're going to blow it at the last minute. You're going to go hang out with your friends. You're going to go do something that keeps you from leveling up. My example of this is as an entrepreneur, I mean, I've owned my own business for over 20 years, but there was a period of time, I don't know, a decade ago. And my goal for my business was I wanted to make a million dollars in revenue in a year. Any of you who are entrepreneurs are going to understand having a financial goal. I had worked up very slowly. You know, first year I make $32,000 and then the next year I make a little more. The next year I make a little more. And years later, I find myself getting 
pretty close, 750,000, 800,000, but never passing a million dollars in revenue. For those of you who are not business owners, I'll just tell you, a million dollars in revenue didn't mean that I got to bring home a million dollars. I had employees and bills and workers' comp and all of it. I actually took home very little, but I just had this financial goal that if I could get to a million dollars, then I, as a business owner, would be able to take more home to my family. So for three years in a row, this was my goal. And every year I would get just below it, right? I'd eke up a little bit higher, but I'd get just below it. And I just could not pass that million dollars in revenue. And anybody who is in business can tell you, if you can make $972,000, you can get to a million. You can. But there was something that was happening. And I did a bunch of research because I was like, what am I doing wrong? And I finally came across a podcast episode that explained the psychological levels that come with pursuing any kind of goal. That getting past a million dollars in revenue to me had nothing to do with my ability to make money, had nothing to do with my ability to be a great leader or an entrepreneur. The reason I couldn't get past that number was a psychological, emotional reason. It was my own psychology of, oh my gosh, you know, I can handle money at this level, but if I make a million, if my business makes a million dollars, what does that mean? What does that do? And I really struggled with understanding my business finances and what I was going to do. And I was able to understand through that deep work and a lot of unpacking and a lot of reading books to try and sort of put a finger on it. I was able to understand that my psychology was grounded in the fact that I felt like I could handle the business finances where they were. But if we got into seven figures, that's when I felt overwhelmed. And so on some level, I would take my foot off the gas right at the end. In that last quarter of the year where I could very easily have made the amount of money that would have gotten me to my goal, I decided to let it go. I, I found other things to pursue where I would be like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take some time to rest. I would really give up at the finish line. By understanding my psychology, I was able to ground myself in knowledge, at least for me. That is the thing that always helps. It's not, you know, going to therapy to overcome this psychological place. It's giving myself knowledge that is irrefutable. I can do a mantra all day. I can take on that stuff. I can do meditation. I love that kind of work. But for me, when it comes to fear of success, I need the knowledge that tells the voice in the back of my head when she starts talking and telling me all the ways that I'm not smart enough or I can't have this or I should give up now, I need actual data to back up my belief. So I did two things. I took a course on small business finances. So I actually had the language and the detail and the knowledge so that I knew how to do it better. And I hired an accountant who had handled money at a higher level. Those two things gave me the confidence that I needed, literally blew past my goal in the first six months of the next year. I heard once a long time ago that all the problems in a business, all the problems in a family, all of the problems in a group are the result of the psychology 
of the leader, period. If you are the leader in your family, if you're a single parent, if you are the leader in your family, maybe you are in a couple, but you're sort of the leader of that relationship or you are a leader of that relationship, if you are a leader in business, if you are a leader in any community, all of the problems that exist are the result of your psychology because the leader's psychology trickles down on everyone else. The way that I believe and handle things as a mother absolutely is trickling down on the way my children function in a day-in, day-out basis. So if you want to have the confidence and the skill and the ability to push past those psychological barriers, to push past this piece of you that keeps self-sabotaging, the answer is first to acknowledge what you're afraid of. And once you identify that, understand what's at the heart of it. Your self-sabotage is a symptom. What's the root cause? What's really there? What's the true fear? Because once you know that, you can do the work to get past it. But if you don't, if you're not willing to unpack, if you're not willing to look in the mirror and see what's really going on, you will find yourself in this place year after year after year. And you will never get to any kind of true success because you're too afraid of what would happen if you do. You need to learn to trust the person you are today in order to have faith that you're going to be enough for the person you want to be tomorrow. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car or a house. It's the four wheels that get you where you're going and the four walls that welcome you home. When you combine auto and home insurance with Amica, we'll help protect it all. And the more you cover, the more you can save. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. It's your time. Join global thought leader, executive producer, and New York Times bestselling author T.D. Jakes and today's leading culture shifters for an experience unlike any other. At the 2024 International Leadership Summit, spiritual and business leaders can gain the practical tools they need to maximize their timing for success. With world-class discussions, breakout sessions, and networking opportunities, this is where your dreams turn into reality. Timing is everything, and your time is now. March 21st through 23rd in Dallas, Texas. Register today at thisisils.org.